Welcome to Minority Corner with an Eke and James, the, the Wonder, Wonder Twins, Twins of podcasting. podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues, only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. Welcome to the bonus Ooh, content. Bonus content, that means y'all got money. You are giving it to us, and we thank you with this episode. What are we talking in this episode, James? You and I decided to uh, do two back-to-back movie reviews. Yes, And they are held together by a common theme of the jungle. Jungles. (laughs) We got a little bit of Black Panther. And then we're going to go, we're going to then travel back in time to the other uh, pulpy movie of the 90s, a little jungle fever. (laughs) With the beautiful singing Stevie Wonder. Stevie yeah. Wonder. And uh, you know, I've never seen the, I've never seen Jungle Fever before, you've never seen it before. And it was not nope. what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> no, it was a one eighty yeah. and we'll be talking about you know what what I was surprised by how many connections there are. I think we're gonna be d- discussing the d- connections between Black Panther and Jungle Fever. You, you might be would, surprised. Yeah, is it it is a lot it's surprising the connections that these two movies that span two different do- decades, two different genres, how connected they really are yes. wow i cannot wait to give you guys this episode and once again a big giant thank you for donating to the max Fun you drive. are the best so this episode is for you jungle fever wakanda forever bonus episode bonus bonus episode. bonus bonus a bonus hey my bonus baby Hey, how are you, bonus baby number two? Oh my god, I'm just having a boner, bonerific time. Whoa. Well, there that way. That- <laughs> it was cute. I, we were, it was cute. Oh man, I was like, we were pulling out all the stops because it's our bonus episode, and, and then, then I just then done just fucked it up. A boner. We, we had literally. I'm watching the time clock. 15 seconds of pure, uninebriated gold. So that was a record for us. You know what? <laughs> It is still gold. You know, it yeah, is. You know, For yeah. those moments alone, it is You're gold. You're welcome. Well, this <laughs> whole entire episode is a gold bonerific thank you to our... Uh, thank you to all of Lean you in. listeners. If you are, Lean into I'm leaning in. If you are listening to this episode, it means that you are a part of one of our many donors at Maximum Fun. Yay! So thank you so much we couldn't do this without your help without your support because james and i are we ain't making that much money off of this Mm -mm. no 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 it is like a a little thank you (laughs) this is a big old like the fact that you guys are willing to to give us your well-earned dollars yes your ducats yes your doubloons all of those things all of your money jingle jangles you pulled your, your velvet pouch off your, your belt bucket. <laughs> mm-hmm. You dumped out some doubloons or some mm. white diamonds and you tossed oh. them our way saying this always brought you luck. And you know what? It's bringing us luck. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And we just, you know, we we just want to thank y'all so much with a special episode. And we're just, we're rolling out our best we have been sitting yes. on some gems yes some um, we know that y'all love our movie reviews it is a review extravaganza today yeah we are going jungle to jungle this week number two <laughs> jungle number two jungle because you uh-huh. know we got to keep it yeah. hip 
Gotta keep it hip. So we are going to be doing we are going to be doing a you know uh, review of Black Panther. Uh, yes. This, this, this spoilers. So just know now. Yeah. Hold this, we tight. Are taking, We're going to be diving in deep, talking we, theories. Yes. We kept it really cute and classy on the regular episodes, but for y'all listeners, we wanted to give you uh, a. We're going to peek back and just just tear into it. Our thoughts, yes. our opinions, some yes. trivia, some behind Ooh. the scenes. Okay. And, and then we're gonna we're gonna flash back into you know the '90s. I feel like you know Black Panther is what Black Cinema was talking about. Is talking about now and what's it doing now. And then we're gonna go yes. back to the '90s and see what they were doing when Spike Lee was doing his thing. It was interesting. It was a different so time. So we're gonna be reviewing a time. the great uh, question mark '90s Jung- movie. Jungle Fever. She got jungle fever. He got jungle fever. She got jungle fever. They're in love. Yeah. That, <laughs> we're going to be talking about that song, too. I have some thoughts on that song. I have many thoughts. The 90s were a different time, so we've got just so much to unpack. So mm-hmm. we better just get into it. Also, I can't wait to connect the dots between how... How Connecting the dots between Black Panther and Jungle Fever. I got some tidbits for you. I don't know how that's going to happen, but Ooh, I'm, I am ready I'm to gonna... listen right now because right now we're doing a little highbrow, lowbrow <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're starting with the highbrow oh, and then we're okay. going to finish right. up to with some our... questionable content. Well, 90s we will movie. see. We'll see. We'll unpack. I have some opinions and thoughts too. We'll have a healthy debate, but let's get on yes. over. <laughs> Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! Black Panther! Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. Well, we are in for yes. the review. Um, what'd you think Love of Black Panther in it? Okay? Every minute of it. First. Well, that's all the I review know. I We're need. Done. Bye. See you next week. No. Like, first and foremost, <laughs> what I didn't say on the original podcast is Oakland. Being in Oakland, watching Mm. that movie, feeling that Oakland love, Mm -hmm. actually you on the red carpet when you were like, hey, Ryan Coogler, is there any connection to the East? I wasn't expecting, I thought it was going to be like, oh, uh, Oakland here, and then that's Mm -hmm. it. That, no, the whole movie takes place in like two places. (laughs) Well, three because of... Wakanda, three, Uh, Busan and South Korea. South Korea, Uh, Oakland, Wakanda. Oakland, so, and just to reiterate, if you guys don't know, maybe some of you have actually never listened to Minority Corner welcome, before. So, welcome. Uh, you, you, thank you for also just funding yes, General Max Fun you. Shows. But I hosted the Black Panther Red Carpet, and I had asked, and like I was talking about, I had asked Ryan Coogler, um, is there any shout outs to Oakland because you're from the Bay? He usually always put something relating to his movies, Connect to the Bay or Fruitvale Station yeah. was, connect, was there. And he couldn't say anything. And he gave me this really crazy look. He was like, uh,. I can't. And I had the same exact reaction that I was like, why is he being all shady and crazy about it? I thought it was because he did say in an interview that he, so they used Busan, South Korea for that, uh, for one of the big, they actually shot in location in South Korea um, for it. Yeah, so they actually went there physically, and he really liked it because he, it, he said it really reminded him mm. of the Bay Area, that it had the same sort of hip vibes to it. There's even a bridge that kind of oh, nice. reminded him I love of the it. Bay Bridge. Yeah, so I thought that's what he was talking about. I'm like, it's just Busan. Uh, no, he straight up but... was like, Oakland, California. First scene, Oakland. 
first scene, I know, first the scene first of the movie, you're like, oh, oh, after the whole I was like, oh. stuff about Wakanda, but then the Oakland, yeah, it's like, yeah, mm. so good. I do, yeah, I do have yeah. to say, yeah, what were you gonna say? He did what not up? film in Oakland though, because I was like, what basketball court mm. can you see the Tribune <laughs> Tower and was, over in uh, the distance? <laughs> and I was like, this is not. Hmm. Did you? I I just imagine Aneke driving around the streets <laughs> no. of Oakland, like looking I mean, at the I angle of Oakland, it and just and trying I to know figure out what angle. was the angle of the shot. I know she that angle know of the Tribune Tower is like the back of my hand, and I know that there is like um, a liquor store and a vegetarian Chinese food place right in that area, but no basketball courts in mm. downtown Oakland. But you know okay. what? I appreciate the small things like one, he had the Tribune Tower in the distance to notify all of us black like Oakland people that we Yep, Oakland. And then also Yeah, yep, that's he our tower. Bart noises. He did, you're so right. Clever. Those weren't any subway tracks. Those were legit so clever. Bart sounds. But that just even I think that touches on just the general research right. that happened uh with this film and was so authentic. And something that I, w- I think is really interesting about Black Panther is that it really feels like this lightning in a bottle moment that all the right pieces mm. came together mm-hmm. in the right exact time. Because Marvel had been talking about doing a Black Panther movie since the 90s when Wesley Snipes okay. was really big. And Wesley Snipes was going to yeah. helm because uh, he was already... And the problem was he was right. already blade. And they were like, listen, you right. can't have both. And there was... a and Spike Lee was maybe going to wow. direct it. Um, and it would have, and like, and also I will say this too, and this is yes. no shade, but Ava DuVernay was oh. originally attached to it. And I love Ava. I love her. I feel like Ryan Coogler is the one that did the best job. He mm-hmm. was the right one. I just saw Wrinkle in Time. We'll talk about this okay. in one of the regular episodes, but you know, I don't, I know that. It is for oh, kids too. I don't want to say about We'll get but. into that. That later. Yeah, okay. We'll, yeah, si- we'll, we'll put, put a pin, a pin on, on that, that you, in a different episode. All we'll you come new back listeners, to keep listening to us. You'll hear us talk about Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, because Wrinkle in Time, that's but, coming okay. up there too. Oh. But yeah, just the... Well, yes. I no, love that you brought there. up that there, Spike Lee wanted to direct it and Wesley Snipes wanted to be in it because we're going to be reviewing in the next segment, Jungle Fever, which was a combination of Spike Lee and Wesley Snipes. And you will hear how I feel about Wesley Snipes acting. So I'm glad that Ooh. it was Chadwick. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is an I, excellent I like actor. Guy. I'll just say that. He... He is a fantastic actor. And, you know, this movie has made millions, billions, billions one of dollars. Billion. You know, and I mm-hmm. said this before, one billion. Yeah. And, you know, the, I said the revolution just might be televised. What I think is this movie does mm-hmm. so well is that it is able to capture, like in a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. a superhero movie, it re- is able to really capture the conversations mm-hmm. around slavery, what it means to be black yes. in America, uh, and just like the complicated natures of that, which I don't think many movies are able to really yeah. do so well and, and keep the pace of the movie Wait, I gotta, so I just got to infuse before we go into this direction because I think it's a it's a nice kind of transition because we mentioned Chadwick Boseman yeah. and then we're also talking about the revolution of like black movies and representing like black greatness and stuff. I think that Chadwick Boseman, yes. even though they cast, I think he was the perfect person to cast because I used to joke that he yes. played all notable black people. Like he's played Thurgood Marshall. Mm. He played Jackie Robinson. He played yeah. um, mm-hmm. James Brown. So to have an actor who yes, has played yeah. so many legends, real legends are in our community to then yeah. play a fictional character. It makes it adds sense weight. For it him adds to, weight yeah. and it adds legitimacy. Yeah. So it was super smart to cast him in it. And he's such like an everyman. Yeah. He was so, and somebody pointed 
this out that in the first Avengers movie when he shows up, he was all swag. He was like the sexy swaggy man mm-hmm. in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then you see him mm-hmm. in Wakanda and he's like getting clowned by everybody and he almost takes a sidestep. Yes. Like I <laughs> love that so much because it shows how we maneuver in communities in our own community and outside our community. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that that was an excellent yeah. kind of showcase on really smart. Like it was yeah. Yeah, because there's there's a running gag in the movie of like, you know, don't right. freeze. Like, cause he's got, you know, Nakia, yes, played by Lupita Nyongo yes. in there. Uh, and she's his on again, off again flame. And what I love so much about her character is that she is not just like the girl no. on the side. Like she's, she's got James her own Bond. shit. She's got her own missions. She's James Bond. She's like, listen, baby, I gotta yes. go do my own thing. Like, you know, I'm, you know, doing my thing. And I just like, I don't think that's ever been seen in a Marvel movie. They're usually like just the girlfriend. She might yes. kick here and there or, you know, but she, all the women in the movie have their own drive. And Ryan Coogler said that the movie could have been yes. called Wakanda. Cause I mean, you really are infused into this, this world. And it's so interesting. Cause like for a first, like, a start starter movie or an origin story like it you felt like i feel like i've been watching the series they forever a, you know yes. like everybody had such a rich character they did a beautiful background job with a it, limited amount of time and space where they they oh set my it God, up beautifully so right. and each character with the exception of maybe one or two mm-hmm. were fully fleshed out where you learned about them who they were and and i i also yeah. loved how much and you brought this up with nakia lupita's character each character, mm-hmm. women or men, but especially women, because you don't see it that often, especially in action movies, yeah. were not there to mm-hmm. serve Black Panther. I feel like a lot of times in superhero mm-hmm. movies, the standalone mm-hmm. origin, it's like all the supporting characters are there to support. But with Black Panther, he was mm-hmm. almost the introduction to the world of Wakanda and the people there. And it just yep. made the story yep. way more well-rounded. And you felt immersed yep. in it. Like... All the women had their own mm-hmm. agendas. They talked to each other. It passed the Betchel test, right? Were they like... Oh, my yes. God. Absolutely. It, like, hands hands yeah. down does. It, which is it's just not common for superhero I know. I films. I felt like... And I'll say it again. Because I know I said it on the regular say show. It. Well, I want to hear it on the bonus James. show. With more pizzazz than usual. Oakland. We got dark skinned black women. We got natural hair and we Mm -hmm. got African names treated like it's nothing. Like I felt seen. I've never felt Mm -hmm. more seen. And it wasn't just one character. It was many characters. And they all had their own different personalities and their own like their own beautiful patterns that represented who they were and their their separate tribes and their individualistic and they had jobs and they loved their jobs. Jobs, their jobs were a part of their identity. There was one mother, and she was clearly like a mother and all of that, but it wasn't like, oh, your duty as a woman is to be a mom. You know, like it was all of this. Right. Are you talking about Ramonda? Yeah, but she was a queen, and she was also a mother. You know? Yeah. It was like, I thought that that was so beautiful. Yeah. I agree. You know, and uh, the movie uh, takes place exactly right after the events of Civil War, where T'Challa, right. his dad, has just been... Uh, the events of Civil War, his dad yes. has been killed, and he brought his dad's killer to or thought, uh, suppose. Uh, justice. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and, and so I think it's so interesting too, is that like compared to other superheroes, you know, T'Challa has so much more weight. Yes. He is a king yes. and a superhero. And, you know, th- that brings me to the point, too, about the general overall plot and the threats mm-hmm. of the movie were so much more palpable and real mm-hmm. and threatening than any oh other God, film. yeah. You know, where you have... Uh, Michael B. Jordan played mm-hmm. Eric Killmonger, who essentially comes back to uh, like challenge T'Challa and take the throne of Wakanda, and ends up yeah, succeeding. Because, Spo- like, listen, we already said ba- yeah, spoilers. spoilers, spoilers. But like, this is something that I really wanted to talk to you about. So Killmonger comes back because mm-hmm. his father was the uncle to Black Panther, right? Um, and yes. essentially, so yeah, he got, he got royal, royal blood. blood, and essentially they left him in Oakland. That's like, so there's mm-hmm. two themes that I want to talk about with you that I really thought were fascinating. For, I'm excited. Okay, I think I know where you're first, going with it. So uh, go, first go, theme go. is about <laughs> failures of your father. Like the way that it, they set it up, whereas mm-hmm. like the first king was like so noble, so amazing. You loved him. And then in the first seconds of the first movie, you see him being a shit and leaving this kid behind yeah. and all this terribleness. And I love that duality of it where it's like your heroes side-eyeing your heroes Side out your heroes, mm-hmm. even even T'Chaka, King T'Chaka, right. the uh, Black Panther before. Right. Side I am, he ain't perfect. Exactly, which brings us to <laughs> which brings me to my second thing that I want to talk to you about is in order for Wakanda to be Wakanda, for us to love Wakanda so much, be hidden from colonialism and imperialism and rule and being able to use its own resources to up and come, it had to ignore the children of diaspora, which is Eric Killmonger, which is you, which is me, which is all black black Americans. All of our ancestors. And that is like, it's a a heartbreaking underlying theme of the movie is they turn their backs on the rest of black people and black culture. And I do, and I, I, not to go finger pointing, but it made me think about something I've never Mm -hmm. thought of before is that, you know, African, nobody came to rescue us. But how could they? You know, we were like, agreed. Absolutely agreed. I, Mm -hmm. I do understand that. But like, there were the, and I knew that I know we've talked about this before in other episodes, and I'm not trying to like right, you know, finger blame like oh African right. continent you left us, but like there you know we were sold into some degree by our, our own like right. you know people again not thinking it was going to be to right. the degree that it was, but you know hey it did you know fucking happen, and then they got taken over by all these other European countries as well. Exactly. So I, just it was, I, I never thought about that, which I think is so amazing that this movie that is an action hero, superhero, sci-fi movie, and moves at yes. such a quick pace is able to handle all these conversations and dialogues that I, you know, again, I, I, I just watched A Wrinkle in Time and it didn't succeed as much in trying to handle so many plot points like like that Ryan Coogler yeah. was able to do. So just like really uh, hand, high, high five to Ryan yeah, Coogler. Yeah, I mean, that. I don't want to, I don't want to get down on a- a- Ava, <laughs> you know, I feel like, yeah. I love Ava. She is like my teacher, my film totally. professor. Sir, Ava DuVernay is my, I know. my film I, professor. I hate right to now. say this. This is going to sound so but like s- ne- like irritating, but like let's find like like a white director. <laughs> well, I only did it just because it's it, it, because the reason why I said that is because she was originally oh, going to right, direct right, Black right, Panther, right, right, and I think right, that right, everything right. is Smart. flying in the right yes, way. But here's yes. what I want to say that I yes. think is really dope about Ava DuVernay, and we'll talk about this in the regular episodes. Here's yeah. what I think is so dope. I, I know this is segueing from, this from is what we the do. main topic, but I think it adds <laughs> in, sell, in sell, this yes. a tangent city, a bonus. <laughs> well, Welcome to our tangents. But what Ava? 
<laughs> Bonus tangent. What I love is that A Wrinkle in Time, again, I think Disney put A Wrinkle in Time way too close to Black Panther. No, I guess they didn't think it was going to do yeah. this well. So it's it, dominating for four weeks in a row. Here's the thing. A Wrinkle in Time didn't smash box office. It's not doing as well as they thought it was going to do. It's still making money. But here's what I love is that Ava's already lined up her next Fuck blockbuster yeah, movie. That she is, what I love is that she's allowed to have not amazing also, successes. Yeah. I also, love Wrinkle that. Time is hard. Because it, that book is a hard ass book oh, to tackle. Sure. It, it's a, uh, oh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And so I just love, she's, and, and here, you know what she's doing? Do you know, I know what she's, she's doing, doing, but tell the people. Have you heard? Tell the world. Oh, she's doing, and this is why I'm like, ooh, Ava, mm-hmm. I see you. She is doing DC's The yes. New Gods. She jumped ship and yes. new god it's and what i think is so fascinating we're gonna put on our nerd glasses yeah. here for a moment new gods was created by Ooh, jack yes. kirby jack kirby who created oh, yeah. many of Thor the marvel characters including all, black yeah. panther and, and jack kirby f- fell out with mm. marvel for a period of time went over to dc and i think it's so interesting mm-hmm. because eva was originally going to direct this movie and now she's That's doing so new fascinating. gods fascinating i love DC. this sort of stuff you know like give us all the money give us all yeah. the pictures she's gonna do an amazing job jack kirby his content oh, yeah. is excellent I- and trippy and wild so it's gonna be good yeah agreed can i ask you oh, oh i just wanted say? to talk to you about the whole um since you did bring up the whole part about being like children of diaspora and like what about Africa how did you feel mm. about the I don't even I don't think that Eric Killmonger was really a villain what did you think about that because of that whole mm. question I oh my god I'm so glad you brought that up that's one thing because I think I even talked to when I interviewed Michael B. Jordan I think I kind of talked mm-hmm. about this too because I what thing was so interesting because Michael B. Jordan never even approached it like people were like oh you're the villain mm. he's like I'm not a villain and when you learn his backstory like Eric essentially which is so interesting again oh this goes back to like the plot of the movie is that Eric takes right. over the throne of, of, of Wakanda and he now is like gonna go liberate black people around the world and I like and it's so interesting because I'm like ooh like at first I, I I can't even be that mad at Eric right. so I'm like okay I right. get what you're doing but at the same time it is like it's too yeah. far like I, he definitely yeah. took a point he and went, went too far. far I get where he's coming but from but did you gotta burn it. down all the magic Oakland. flowers like come on dude what's your why you gotta do that oh I know and and oh also did you have to shoot and kill your girlfriend Linda I'm pissed at that like she okay, all she did was try bar. to help you yeah linda all she did was drive you away yeah, from you- the scene and do everything that you wanted why you gotta kill her do you want to know a fact about linda so linda was that- played by uh Nab- nabia is that her B- real name B or bay or something are know. you kidding me yeah <laughs> okay let me give you let me give you i know you've got like uh io and well, I mean, uh nakia eric killmonger, names, eric linda. killmonger and then i mean no linda. offense to linda's out there linda you're great <laughs> but wait here's the backstory behind her character so what i do love is that they put in a female antagonist which is also really rare for like these superhero genre movies lines? as well and i love that like he he, she, she said. I think she had. She's kissed him. She has one line. I, yeah. I forget what it is. She's a classic but, uh, action movie yeah. role. She's oh, a classic she action says, movie role. Yes. And she said, "Eric, I'm sorry." And then he like says, "I'm no. sorry too." And then he shoots her. Um, do you want to know what her original character was Ooh, supposed what? to be? Tell me. Though? Here we go. Gigging in deep. Tilda Johnson, a.k.a. Nightshade. Mm-hmm. But Nightshade was used in oh, Luke Cage. So, so they're like, they we couldn't. can't do that because mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe is already... S- Interesting. We already got a Nightshade. So you'll just be That's Linda. 
That's... You'll just be Linda. Uh, and what I love too, in all like the yeah. promo packages, they wouldn't say who she was. And because like, they wouldn't say who uh, Sterling K. Brown was. Because yeah, it, it, it is a spoiler. spoiler. It turns out yeah. to be... Yeah, um, Eric's dad. He's Eric Killmonger's dad. Who? Yeah, and uh, and they're like, I won't tell you who Linda is. And I was like, I, oh, I can't wait to find out. And it was it's just, just Linda, <laughs> just Linda from accounting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Linda from like tech. That's what I do love about Linda is that she like she scrambled the I camera. She's James, good with the gun. I like this is why you and <laughs> I are friends because most people are gonna be like, who was that again? But no, you and I are who like, is Linda? who is no, that? character that gets no lines and gets shot what is the injustice to that character I know her whole storyline. I always do this with side characters. I imagine big worlds with them. I'm like, ooh, like they're my favorite parts. My eyes go straight to Linda. I, I see you, Michael B. Jordan. But what I about am, Linda? You know, as the only African American <laughs> representation in the film, I am upset about that. But other than that, the, oh, that the black, she is the only the female African American representation in that movie. Is for women is excellent and men, but. Someone someone did say that that was perhaps a metaphor of how sometimes like black black women can sometimes just discard their black women black men mm. discard their black women. I don't remember the Ooh, full theory and thought, uh, but that's what someone had kind of commented because like, you know I could see Eric just being like whatever because like, in everybody. so many of the black movements, that, yes. so many of the black yes. movements though. But think about this: so many of the black w- movements have sidestepped the women who have yes. helped them out, who have been there it's right so along the true. way, ride or die, and that's it's what so he true did. in that actually is kind of interesting when you put it in that context like it shows the intersectionality being dismissed in a way and it's a mm-hmm. if it didn't have such strong supporting characters later on in the film then i would be pissed at that role but but it also makes sure, me think sure, like yeah. because of the the variety of characters in the movie that maybe that one was purposeful and there is a point to it you know it's it also shows how ruthless mm-hmm. he is it kind of shows it gives you a little like danger like oh he's capable of anything yeah you know which is also great to remind you that like because like you know you can relate and connect to what he and like i said he's not a villain he's just he's an antagonist yes. in the sense that he is uh against the protagonist but i would not call yes. him a villain um but and he it also mind you he had they put 90 of those uh scars oh, wow. on uh wow. michael b jordan's bodies and he's named killmonger because so he's many. killed uh nine so many people and and so he put what I also love is that he does not necessarily take death too right. lightly because he'll kill someone but he'll also scar his mm-hmm. body which is also I think a tradition in some African yeah, uh, they... cultures as well and, and oh I just wanted to bring up too that they they actually we both <laughs> yeah. were like they we both were like I, I can't wait to we're, we're like... giving space to each other and they're just like <laughs> <laughs> because that the scarring plays into the the whole um, development of costume development that I loved about the movie. It was so clear mm. that they pulled mm-hmm. so many references from Africa, like different tribesmen, yes. different ways of hairstyles, different clothing styles, different body modifications that are actually yeah. exist in Africa, and that kind of gave it a well worn mm-hmm. feeling. And a lot of people are like, mm, yes. they pulling from other people, like, but it makes sense because when you are in a big continent you're moving around you're trading and while you're trading things you're trading different language styles mm. you're trading different clothing styles yep. you're trading different you know yep. ways of dress and of also that. the whole different tribes like you can be a country of wakanda but within the country there's different 
tribes, your tribe that you're from. So of yes. course you're going to be loyal to that as well. So I thought that that was really smart on how they were able to kind of layer that in, which gave it such a, a world. That's why like little tiny things mm-hmm. like costume development, ways of speaking, like the, um, the linguist who taught them all, I read, he let them come to their own accents their own way because that's kind of how it would mm. be. Like you speak differently because you're mm-hmm. from a different part of California than I do. So, but I know right. some Africans yeah. are kind of like boo to that. But at the same time, it's it's felt lived in. It felt like an actual world building, yeah. which I love so much because so many movies are so cheap ass when yeah. they build worlds. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, it's so interesting too because we've been to Asgard three different times, and I still don't feel I don't like I have a sense of what Asgard there. really is. <laughs> Except, <laughs> but with, when in Wakanda, I know everything so about Wakanda. I know, and like, isn't is Asgard? It's a planet, but yeah, it still feels so tiny. Whereas Wakanda a, is an entire so nation, and I feel like we got to really play. In. You know what? Though yeah. I will have to give credit to Taika Waititi because the last Thor was amazeballs. He did an amazing oh, job. On point. On fucking point, he, like, absolutely. He's mm-hmm. so fucking good. Um, can I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I just yeah. got so excited. Oh, what is so yes. dope about this movie is it is, so it made billions of dollars, and now Hollywood's like, oh. So I'm really excited about the new movie coming out that is fe- featuring, because, you know, one thing, I remember watching this movie, and I'm like, you know who's missing from this movie? Yes. Viola Davis. Well, I'm guess so what, folks? <laughs> Viola Davis and Lupita Nyong'o are teaming up for a movie essentially about yes. the Amazons. I, but wait, yeah, is it going have, to be like, uh, is it DC yes. Amazons or is it a different type of Amazon? Oh, it's like the legit, Here's it's a powerful true, true story. story of this mother-daughter relationship of the kingdom of Dahomey, okay. Di- Di- oh. Dahomey, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. And the movie is titled Ooh. The Woman King, and it tells the story of Nanaska, which was played by Davis. Uh, she was the general of the all-female military, yes. sounds familiar, a unit known as Ooh. the Amazons, and her daughter Nawi, who is played by Nyong'o, who together they fought the French and neighboring tribes who violated their honor, enslaved their people, and threatened to destroy everything they've James, lived for. James, I am fucking over the moon excited for this fucking movie. It's gonna be bomb ass. And finally... Because Hollywood was like, oh, because what people, people love about this movie, uh, I keep well, calling it Wakanda. <laughs> people yeah, love about Wakanda. I mean, it is. <laughs> uh, they were like, they love the yes. Dora Milaje, who are like the all-female uh, security guards of, of the king. And this is, there's literally pulling straight yes. from history, this, you know, all-female I warrior it. group. I am like, oh, I'm just so excited. And I, I hope more movies, like you said, this is spawning this. It just starts a trend that we, black people yeah. will spend money to see this. People who aren't black will spend money to see this. Like, just yeah people have been yes, hungry like, for this give diversity hungry. a chance it will win people love different stories imagine that wow who can believe it yeah what yeah. oh my god like duh like open up your mind so god thank you black panther for being like just pure black excellence on the screen man Oh my God! Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And if you combine Angela Bassett with Viola Davis, do you know Octavia? You get? Or <laughs> Octavia Butler? <laughs> no, 
You get Aunt, you get Angela oh, Davis. Yes! Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah, look at you. Man, I get I want to get all three of those ladies into Four, a room together. Octavia Butler's excellent too. Her name doesn't really fit in line. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you don't get to fit in the crew. <laughs> I just mean girls her. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Octavia. You don't get to come to lunch with us. <laughs> is your name Angela this or is Davis? A hot mess. <laughs> well Well, on that note, I think we should Shall we swing from jungle to yeah, a different a way jungle? Different shoulder pad clad jungle. <laughs> Ooh, yes. He got jungle, He's got jungle fever. fever. She's got jungle fever. Jungle, jungle fever. Buddha ba. Can we start with the title of that movie? Wait. Yes. Oh. Before we get to the title, I'd like to read coldly a couple lines from the song Jungle yeah. Fever. All right. As performed by. Stevie, Stevie Wonder, Wonder. Mm. who also I think did all of the music for the movie Jungle Fever, except for the songs that were by Frank Sinatra played <laughs> whenever Italian people were on the screen. Because Italian people on. love Frank Sinatra. <laughs> God. Okay, ready? Yeah. My first note: the song is terrible, and here it goes. I've got black boy. I've gone black boy crazy. Oh lord. She's gone white girl hazy. Mm-hmm. We're each other's baby. We're in love. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? That's and that's the opening of the movie. You know what's so interesting though, as I think that looking at it's easy for us to look at this movie 20 years later, but that yes. were the that was the times. And that that's to me about the movie of Jungle Fever. I feel like that was the time. We'll, we can talk about it because I've talked to people who yeah. lived here in New York who are Italian yes. who've seen this movie. Yes. And do you know what the movie is actually based on? What? what? A true life event where a oh black guy was dating a white woman in this Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn and she brought yes. him there and they killed him. And oh my Al, God. And Al Sharpton led a, a march and a protest through the streets. So wow. it's it's palpable and it's it it is, you know, if you have you ever seen Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's Do the yes. Right Thing. And yes. Okay. Um better movie. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so what how would you describe what is the plot of Jungle Fever? Um, okay. Um architect Wesley Snipes gets a secretary. He's happily married with a baby. To um, uh, Lynette a- McKee. Who is <laughs> She's quite the actress. She's a Broadway baby. She was giving She's it her amazing. all in all of her um, and that scene when they're like in the back dressing room and she's Oh, that was so good. I was but like, I will wow. say yes. the first scene I thought she was is a white woman. the grossest oh. sex scene I've ever seen. Oh yeah. They like are literally licking each other's tongues. Mm, yeah. I think I was doing also, my tax. Yes, I was doing my taxes yeah, when I was watching this movie, so I kind of missed all the tongue action. And their daughter's listening, giggling, as you and do. And giggling, gross. And they're like, okay about it? It's, I was like, okay, I'm in for a ride. Here That's we go. how we're starting Let's this? Let's do it, Spike this Lee. Is, okay. Let's do it. So but he's also, but, loving, beautiful wife, lo- very light-skinned. No we problems. Boobs. And they Nobody like else's they a, boobs. They have, seem like they have a perfect relationship, though. Like, I know. 
They seem like their relationship is perfect. Every morning, who they have sex every morning before he goes to work. Very successful. Uh, and then he goes to work and he gets this new Italian uh, assistant, Annabelle's secretary. Secretary, Annabelle. And he's Sursha. He's not having it. He's like he I wanted, wanted a African American assistant secretary. And, and they're like, oh, sorry, we couldn't get you an Afro American assistant. And he's like, African-American. And, and so also, they, which Tim I think Robbins is, so, is one of this. He <laughs> is, yeah. Which I also think is so interesting about, like, where it is at the times of, like, that there was still making that switch. I remember when I was a kid, people were mm-hmm. still, teachers weren't sure if they were saying African-American, Afro-American. And even some of the books that I was right. reading would still say Afro-American. I'm like, we don't, we're not called this anymore. Right. Here's my two notes from that one segment. When he is yelling at his the two partners of the company of the architect firm when he finds out he has a white secretary. Did Spike Lee tell the white guys to act as nerdy as possible? Mm, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Wesley Snipes is a terrible actor. Really? I thought that he was doing Wesley good Snipes work. I he was impressed terrible. because if you watch this compared to like New Jack City, I was Ugh. impressed that he was able to play a more refined architect type of character. Was he playing? I Okay, well, I'm glad that you feel that way. Like, he's getting some support from you. Yeah, but love me some me, Wesley Snipes. I would be like, get out of here, Wesley Snipes. You are not, you need, he was just too over the top. Also, his mm. character, he's supposed to be the protagonist of this movie, and he's a dick. I don't mm. like him. Yeah. I don't like yeah. him. He's supposed to be like, ooh, I can't help it. I just had sex with my secretary. No, I don't care if she's white. I don't care that you're black. I don't, oh, you're and just married to reiterate, with a daughter. Just to catch everybody else who has never seen this movie, so he has sex with his secretary. Oh, sorry. Out yes. of nowhere. Out of out of nowhere, too. Well, like, it was well, like a build-up. they had, like, up. several, like, Several okay. dinners with spooky, ominous music in the back when they're supposed to be like falling in love. They're like, ooh. And he's always like, he's like up front. He's like, I bet you're staring at my skin tone right now. I bet you think it's so dark and sexy. I bet you think it's the best. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> with like spooky music. And then they bone on a drafting table. And then they fall asleep on that same drafting table after boning. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, how did you do that? How did I that know. happen? Can we talk about who really <laughs> looks steals? Like he passed out on her. You know who really steals this fucking movie? And I would agree with Sam, you. Samuel Jackson and Halle Berry. Halle Berry and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, they both. This is Halle Berry's debut, de if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is. It is. She was Halle, too pretty, so she uglied up for that for her crackhead role. Halle Berry, which is broad strokes, man. Sl- I think this is one of her best movies that she's ever done. She. I thought she did yeah. such a good job. Like her, the scenes with her and Samuel Jackson, especially as it yeah. goes further along in the movie. At first, you see it; it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. They're crackheads, but then what I do but love, I, yeah, I felt and, weird about how they're making it funny at first. At first, but then, but I think that's a, for me. I thought that was such a really interesting trope to use because I think that's yeah. something for myself, and I think that you could agree to this too. I'm yeah. not really connected to the to the the, the crack ep- epidemic, and people like Spike Lee, who no. grew up here in New York, is, is was connected to it. And I think one of the yeah. things I really appreciate with Spike Lee's movies is that this movie deals with race relations, uh, light 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 tone, skin tone, dark skin tone type stuff, colorism. Uh, uh, the crack, like, there's a whole entire plot of like you know crack and its effects on like his brother, and it, and it starts off funny, but it gets even it gets worse. And there's a really yeah. I thought a beautiful scene the way that was sort of filmed. When when he goes into the crack house and it was 
almost like a dance piece in a way. And Halle Berry, uh, her addiction is not funny anymore. It is so no. sad and, right. and, and and dark and and, and, and deep. Um, so, so, so just yeah. to clear for the plot so people know, Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson plays Wesley Snipes' older brother, brother yes. who's addicted to crack. Mm-hmm. And he is constantly asking for money from the legendary Ozzie Davis and the mm. legendary Ruby D, who play Ruby their parents. D. Yes. And to me... Samuel Jackson, Ruby D, and Ozzy Davis are the you can tell how excellent of actors they are. I agree. To They're me, solid, solid. The three of them heads and tails over Wesley everyone. Snipes. Especially, yeah, you know, well, I yeah, will Wesley give you <laughs> when, every time that Wesley Snipes and Samuel Jackson are in a scene, I do notice their different levels of being an actor. I do Samuel know Samuel Jackson that. is he's is so a powerhouse. Good. He's, he's so, a and this is one of his house. early movies too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, he's it so is. Fucking good! It blows my mind how good he is. It's out of control. It's so good. Um, though, I yeah, I do like because at first I felt so awkward when they were kind of making it a joke because he's like asking for money all the time, and mm-hmm. it, and it does it does do an interesting arc which I do appreciate, and you mm-hmm. do have to start off kind of awkward in the funny zone yeah. to make that arc because at the end it is fucking tragic <laughs> and terrible and awful, and I'm glad that they went that direction with it because that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, but, but at one point he is singing a song about being a crackhead. Right, but and you know, and I'm but like, I, what are we doing? And here's what is here, this? here's how I think that happens, though, because here's here's I think the power of storytelling, and I think what Spike Lee does is he adds in humor to kind of take you on a ride and also be like it's almost satirical in a way, because yeah. I and I think that's the journey that you go on with someone who has addiction, uh, mm. clearly has something that's wrong with them. You kind of just like oh, okay, that's just you know so and so, and 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 then it gets ugly. At first, people are kind of turning a blind eye. And they're just kind of being whimsical mm. and silly and ridiculous. And, and we just kind of tolerate it or we don't ask too many mm-hmm. questions. But then by the end, it's like, it's horrific. Mm, 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 mm. Now, I wanted to ask you this. Yes. Because I have strong feelings about this. Is this about the Brechtel? It pa- this movie does pass the Brechtel test. Two women talk- not talking about a man? Oh, so it does gets, not pass. It gets two out of three of the points in the Brechtel yeah, test. Yes, that there's multiple women. Yeah. Women with jobs. Yeah. What's the other? I um, really they, that there's multiple women would, who have names. They have mo- yes. they have names. Uh, so yeah. it doesn't get the third point. It doesn't get the third point. No. So you're right. You're right about that. And here's here's my thing. I feel like the women in this movie, all of them, mm. are treated like shit. This okay. is not a feminist movie to me. This is mm. a fucked up movie when it comes to women. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It rubbed me wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Did what you, are your thoughts? Um, I, well, I'm not a woman, so I, 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 I yeah. don't have that same sort of experience. I guess for myself, and again, yeah. this is, again, here's my penis. I, yeah, shut it! <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> I, I guess I because I, I here's my thing I I know a mm-hmm. lot of white male directors who wouldn't even put in a scene with all women and that many yes. women in it and so I appreciate Spike Lee from that and also yeah. like again I think that if you can look at Spike Lee's and I, we've talked about this before with she's got to have it I appreciate mm-hmm. Spike Lee's evolution in terms of things and he's still not perfect even when no. you get to she's got to have it but he's I think he's definitely evolved in terms of his right. conversations because I mean he was totally. like what 30 and the conversations have evolved and changed a lot as well right. I yeah. I appreciated what I liked that scene because I liked that it talked about the light skin dark skin conversation and I thought there were some beautiful I'm conversations that, yeah that they had about I, that 
that that scene is an interesting scene and i i could probably write a whole dissertation on that scene itself it has that girl from waiting text hell in it yes it has so many ups and downs like i love the whole um they talk about they talk about the colorism part which i thought was like the best they talk about um who's dating who but the thing there's a lot of different things that kind of threw me off about it like yeah. um that probably really were, shows that it was written by a man you're like hmm, a man yeah. wrote this right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm trying you. to find my notes on it but it's all about how bad um an actor wesley snipes is um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but like there are like i feel like especially like how they were oh okay here we go Colorism, I get that. Ladder of success and disrespect of women, that's good. I like that part. The art of no theory that they were talking about, where the one woman's like, I don't care who he's cheating on you with. He should just be able to say no. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I I like that aspect of it. Um, I There was the whole, like, white women throwing themselves at black men. That, mm-hmm. to me, sounded very male fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, like... Um, there's also a lot of like angry black women, like Queen Latifah popped up, which was like, I got fucking excited, Ooh, but then can she's we talk, the trope of the angry black woman. Can we yeah, talk about Queen Latifah for a second? Yes. I, Queen Khadijah, she ain't. I think that this is her first, one of her yes. first acting roles. Because, you know, oh, when yeah. you, I, I'm watching, all, I'm going back and watching Living Singles and I'm living for it on Hulu right now. And yes. it's so fun to watch Queen Latifah's evolution because by the time she gets like halfway through season one, she is so good and having fun and very yeah. comfortable. And that scene, she was very kind of quiet. Like she wasn't her yeah. full, I think it was one I of her it was first like her acting first, jobs. Because this is like 1992, right? 19, and she came 91, out in 91, like the, 91. 91. So she yeah. was still even a new <clears throat> hip hop artist at yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so she was new on the scene and clearly she didn't get her chopped up yet but she was on her way and I'm glad that she's at the level that she's at now you and know? in her scene she plays the waitress where first of all I also have so many questions like so Wesley Snipes he has sex with the white secretary and yes. then he brings her to an rest, like a soul food restaurant like what are you doing what like did and like, then he's surprised that his wife finds out so that was a like, little yeah, weird like and also, he's like telling the 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 woman, the Italian secretary. He's like Italian American secretary. He's he's like, oh, I don't Angie. know if we could be together. Yeah, Angie, I got a wife. Remember, I got a wife. Well, like, why did you have sex with her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did you do that? You're yeah. her superior. <clears throat> one, it's wrong on that's so many a no no yeah. in the work ass place. Yes. Fool. Yeah. Two, she's not with anybody. It, but you're married well, with a kid. Well, she has that boyfriend. She had that boyfriend, that Italian, on again, off again, like, Italian boyfriend. Literally the only decent character in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, he, t- he, didn't, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He just takes care of his dad yeah. and gets shit on by the rest of the community. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was very interesting. And because here's the thing. I watched the movie and then I went yeah. on a hangout date something or other I'm not in trial here with someone who lives yeah. in that exact neighborhood who's Italian oh, it's now. oh and interesting 
Yeah. And so I said, I said, did you ever seen Jungle Fever before? And he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, my gosh, that movie is like taking place in my neighborhood. He's like, that's how yeah. it is. He's like, that's how Whoa. bad the racism was in the Italian community Dang. then. And and, wow. and so at first I'm like, whoa, is it really like this? Is this exactly what the 90s were? Also remember, like 1991, Rodney King happens 1992. Like, yeah, like the race relations are very I, I think like. I again Race was tense. Race it was tense. I and I forget how tense it was back then in the early nineties. Right. It was right off of the eight like the eighties were still that sort of you know, what is that, Reagan era type, you know, oh, business totally. or Bush mm-hmm. stuff. And 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 so it's so interesting. Like we're in a really amazing time period right now where Well this, it wouldn't it's, it's now better. it's clear that it it's, it's, has connections. It didn't disappear. Yes, and which is that's yes. a, uh, that's the interesting two thing watching this movie now because on one end you're like, well, things have gotten so much better, but on the other end it's sort of like, mm, but some of that is still absolutely there. It's so yeah. interesting that when she tells her uh, her Italian friends that she had sex with this black guy, they're kind of like, it's so interesting. You would have thought it was like the fifties or the sixties. You know, that the was way that kind they of. Responded. Did you notice the gre- the grease tie in with it though too, where they both were like on the like Wesley Snipes is oh. with. Spike Lee on a bench yeah. in a park and she's on a bench in the park. I was like, what is this grease? Like, tell me more, tell, <laughs> tell me, me more. more. Yeah. Like <laughs> that was a little silly. I do feel like the stereotypes for Italian Americans was heavy handed. Mm. But I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I I, I, I don't I, know. I, I here's my thing. I Talking to this person who was Italian, I think that yeah. it is very. And I mm. feel like it was handled in. I, I, I felt like the conversations like it was hard to watch, and I think that it was important for it to be hard to watch. I don't think people make movies mm-hmm. the way that Spike Lee makes them. And it, like totally. he, like they're having conversations that I think are the real conversations that people do have behind closed doors, and, it, and yeah. it's hard, and it's hard, and it's hard to watch. And I think right. like it's also hard too because we're from the West Coast, and there aren't. As many, at least I've not been as experienced. There's not that. I've not been around as it's many just, like Italian type. It's a different type. culture over here. It's yes. A, it's, California culture, no matter what your ethnicity is, is different than East Coast culture. Yes. Too. Because even mm-hmm. though my mom would say like she grew up in Boston, that you would have the different mm-hmm. sort of like very like the neighborhoods. It was very done like it was it didn't have the same thing over in California where it was like the Irish had this neighborhood and the Portuguese had mm-hmm. this neighborhood and like and they right. still kind of had that over here. And mm. it, of course, just add it. It's like gangs of New York still going I know, on. So <laughs> <laughs> we should review that one next oh um, god i have notes on that one <laughs> oh uh, my god cameron diaz never be in a period film or do an accent who know. thought that was a good idea oh but also i want to side eye these moments too which i think yes. is so interesting because now mm-hmm. i think that we as like as black people can we also have a have bought into a fucked up idea of Africa at times because in yeah. this movie recycles horrible African stereotypes. The phrase Zulu dick was used. Like what the and, fuck? And so it's so interesting because we talked about Wakanda earlier and it's just a celebration for, you know, Africa and black culture. And here it is. Spike Lee wanted to direct you know, Black yes. Panther and using tr- phrases like that. Exactly. There's so many different things that could not slide now. Like there's like, they talk about, they they talk down on mental illness. They talk down on- There's um, some homo- um, all LG- Yeah, there's black some men homophobia. Are either, black men are this either is- like uh, sleeping with 10 women or gay. 
Yeah, I'm like, what is that? But you know what's so interesting is I remember hearing women say that back then yeah. in that time period. In the 90s, that was a huge conversation. That was the huge joke. That was the thing. I know, but I'm so glad that we moved on from that. Oh, I'm yes, so me, glad. Me too. Yeah, you can My put God. me in that boat. I'm with you. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what line um, was really... Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say this one funny line that I didn't like, but I also thought it was funny. When Wesley Snipes' wife is Flipper, <laughs> Wesley Snipes' character. Oh, yeah. By the way, we forgot to being- mention that. His name is Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> Is being kicked out of Ooh, his house. That scene was ridiculous. Heightened for drama, Spike Lee. And she's. She the, says, can you paint there the picture? will be no dick between us or something. Yes. <laughs> Painting the picture. So, Wesley Snipes, we said that he took the uh, his. Uh, he took Angie out after they had sex. He took her out yes. to this soul food restaurant in Harlem, I'm assuming. Because it was all black people. <laughs> there. It was like all black people there. So yes. Gonna, and then, of course, two of her friends see him in the restaurant. And and next thing yes. you know, she's throwing all of his clothes out the window, which I love because that's the thing that happens in movies back in the 90s a lot. People's it clothes get thrown out movie, in the windows. Now it's like, does that, that's never happened in real that's, life. People don't really do that. No. I love that it's just like, it's such, and that's the thing too, that with this movie, it is also such, Spike Lee has such a sort of style. Because like, oh, the yeah. movie... You know a Spike Lee joint when you see it. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, that I do appreciate. It's not necessarily like he's trying to direct a slice of life, that it Mm -hmm. is this hyper realism thing that does happen where there's like beats and there's moments, you know, there's a moment when also like, like they deal with like, uh, you know, a black man, Spike Lee and Angie are on a date and he's, they're boxing out in the middle of the street. And I thought. Okay, that scene. Okay. But I, so he's boxing out in the middle of this. Let's talk about that they're scene. They're like Set fake fighting. They're so fake the, fighting. They, My mind goes, her off. what they're the fuck are fighting. you doing, black man? You can't, I would never even do that if I was a straight man. Bo- I wouldn't do that. With, I, like, Anybody of any race. James, they look like they were fighting. They didn't look like it was joyful. But playful. even when it first started off and it was playful, I thought like, ooh, I would not be doing Don't that in like New that. York City. And then it's a, the cops show up moments later. They're like, oh, we heard. And that's how fast the cops. And that, there is that thing. The cops like if, if, respond so quickly to when there's a, a white woman in distress. Like that is yeah, a common trope a in a, in a thing that does happen. Right. And there's a gun to his face. and and But there is the realism of, again, like it was sort of okay too much and ridiculous but there is the underlying theme of like mm-hmm. things that black men can't do and he had it's to so like true. and he's like she's like that's my boyfriend he's like what do you he don't do that like don't tell that and that that's a real probably fear and threat that black men had i believe and, it i just wish that they kind of did the fight a little less violent yeah. looking because that fight looked <laughs> she was on, he she was on her back on the top of a car yeah. and him on top of it like even if i saw that and he's like i I'm would be kill like what you. the fuck is happening yeah also I would, I would be like what's happening let me also to side to side that moment how does Wesley Snipes... So here's where the the writing's uneven in that moment, because I'm with you on yeah. this. Because he has the wherewithal to be like, when she's like, the police show up and they got a gun to his head, and she's like, that's my boyfriend. He's like, don't say that. What are you doing? Don't say that. Don't say that. I don't know her. I'm just walking her home. He has the wherewithal right. to say that, but doesn't have the wherewithal to like not yell at her uh, jokingly as they're boxing, I'll kill you. <laughs> exactly. His so- character, I hate him. Okay. I don't like his okay. character Fair. because he is the most pompous 
full of himself asshole yes. character mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. whole movie and he doesn't get any just desserts like yeah. he's yeah. a dick to his brother who's drug addicted he's a dick to his parents he's a dick to his wife he like sleeps with the secretary the next day he's a dick to his daughter won't talk to her when they're walking his weird <laughs> sex obsessed daughter which is creepy who's gonna be she's gonna be fucked up and then he's a dick to his like I get it the partners of the firm are like pissed at him but he literally doesn't get partnership which is a big deal yeah and he yeah. throws the biggest baby hissy fit in my life that is the most unprofessional thing you can ever do in an office by pointing at things and being like mine 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 i didn't but get it, i quit because i didn't get partner fuck you dude it was also a beautiful long take it was a good take that filming was, wise was great oh yeah the film and there's also a scene when he's trying to get partner and they're circling the table I like, like that I love St- Spike Lee's cinematography like his style of what he does he always does a yes. scene where they're like looks like they're floating they're walking oh when they're, they're walking I yeah, love that I, Spike he, Lee needs a better writer mm, didn't he write this yes that's why he <laughs> needs a better writer <laughs> You know, I think he does really good first treatments. I think he can have an idea and he needs to get a woman to then be like, cool, I'm gonna look at this. And I got notes, you know. I will be your second writer, Spike Lee, clearly. I mean, come on, I'll help you out. Because that him, if he, I would have respected him more if he was like, okay, cool. I didn't make partnership. Thanks, guys. Leaves and then quits calmly Mm -hmm. and collective instead of being like the stereotype, hot-headed, ridiculous asshole. This woman, Angie, he's been a shit to her the whole time. He's like literally, and she gets beat up by her dad, violence on women, and it's just treated like, oh, well, whatever. There's not even a scene where like Wesley Snipes is like, what happened to your face? Oh my God. No, they're just boning in the floor and she has like a black eye. Like that's (laughs) fucked up. There was no disregard. Yeah, there was no disregard for that. Yeah, I I do do feel you on that. I I do, there was one, again, for every like, oh, Spike Lee, you went too far. There are one little nuggets of like, I do appreciate like he's a part of his anger uh, Mm -hmm. flipper. Flipper's yeah. anger is that he's the only black person in, in the office, and I know man, I love to be that. The only, whew, yes, like, I love those little nuggets that he does put there. I like those nuggets, but then it spoils it when he pushes it too far for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I get it, and then it's him shouting, "Mine, mine, mine!" down a hall. I'm like, I'm not with you anymore. Mm, You're a yeah. dick. And then also like that whole scene when they're sort of together and that so um flipper and angie get an apartment together and because they're both like kicked out and then they're talking about and he's like no 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 to children like to me this is gross like that whole scene was gross when they were Mm -hmm. talking about interracial children being mixed up mind you his wife is interracial she's interracial as well yeah yeah and like how he doesn't want to bring interracial children into the world well his own daughter yeah is interracial then so like Mm -hmm. that conversation she does bring that up i do she does bring that up angie does comment on that she comments on on that so i mean i don't i think that i think maybe i don't know i think it was maybe intentional that like he wasn't necessarily i don't think spike lee maybe was trying to he's an anti-hero i think i don't even think he's an anti i don't think he's (laughs) he's just a person (laughs) flipper is just a man let's watch this man live his life here he is Yuck. like not perfect <laughs> yeah i want to have sex with him but you know it's just because it's wesley snipes and i will 
You think Wesley Snipes is attractive? Yummy. Get me back to the 90s in a time machine. Wesley Snipes was the interesting demolition man. Here we go. Demolition man, sign me up. But you know who I really got a (laughs) hunger for? Who? Uh, Winston Duke. Dramatic pause. Who? Winston Duke. Let's go back to Wakanda. I I need me some Mbaku. Mbaku? Bug. Uh, I yeah. be yeah. He was giving me the eye when I was interviewing him. Even my mama, my mama saw. It. I like I like Mbaku's character better than Flipper's character. I tell you that. And you know what's interesting is because Mbaku's more Mbaku. purposely <laughs> written to be more of a villain villainous type person, but you can actually understand where he's coming from more so yes. than Flipper. I like, I would where the agree fuck with you, you on that. From Flipper, <laughs> I don't even think Flipper knows. Like maybe that's a Flipper. like. Oh, one he's ob- throwing a tantrum or making out with somebody. That's he's his a mess. Role in this. He's a mess. But I think maybe that's what Spike Lee does is he writes messy characters because even the lead and she's got to have it. She's a mess. Like she's a just, mess too. She, he he writes-, writes messy characters. I appreciate messy characters. You know what I wish? I wish that he got a little bit of retribution instead of being able to go back to his wife and you know have morning sex again. Yeah, and then cradle some woman on the street who asked to suck his dick and scream no that's how the movie ends but that's what is like, that for women you know Save male savior bullshit it goes yeah. to I think the whole entire because the movie really does spiral and it reminds me of uh, the kind of style of that sort of uh, indie film sort of yeah. like if you ever watch like a uh, like a John Waters film they just get yeah. really crazy as you go to the end where it's like yeah. hyper realism uh, if you ever seen yeah. like Mahal and drive that movie is fucking yeah 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 that yeah. move we could do an episode of that move what the fuck yeah, did i just watch that's what a the crazy fuck one. did i just watch I, so I feel like that's what spike lee does like yeah, he's Lin- like david lynch is wild i feel like spike lee is like don't forget i'm a film nerd and so he's yeah, like look at this movie go crazy <laughs> that's like literally what happened it was like whoa okay oh, oh we're in a film yeah. it's not a movie yeah. it's a film you know I know, exactly. It's true. So it had to end kind of artsy. I just wish it didn't end with a woman asking Wesley Snipes to suck his dick and then him being like, I'm going to protect you from the world. When I'm like, you're the worst person to protect this woman. Yeah, not you. I think that what we should do is we should revisit my favorite Spike Lee movie... Which one? Crooklyn? That's yeah. mine. Yes. We Yay! should do that. Wonder Let's Twins. get on the same page. You Wonder know Twins. what? Wonder Twins activate. That movie has a one, two, three, the devil's after me. I think. You know what? I will always treasure Spike Lee. And yes. this is us like citing your hairs. And I'm so glad that we decided to do Jungle Fever because I feel like Jungle Fever is always kind of put up as like a punchline because of that cheesy song. Stevie Wonder song. Yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck is this movie? And like you tell people, ooh, we're reviewing Jungle Fever. They laugh it, or whatever. That's right. how we were. But then you watch and you're like, you're like ah, whoa. this is. And I think <laughs> I give props to Spike <laughs> Lee because I think he purposely, I think he purposely titled the movie that. I think. Yeah. Then having Stevie Wonder do a song about it is probably a pop song about it or an R&B song is problematic because it's just like, wait, what? No, like, why are we like a- excited about this terrible ass term? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, yeah, yeah. So I think he did really lose it. Stevie's like, I gotta sing some songs and like, why? Who, why did she he's sign got one boy on crazy? This? He's gone black he's girl gone crazy. Crazy. Oh, god, <laughs> we're each other's baby. 
we're in love like it's what true. is that like which interracial couple is gonna be like that's our song like nobody whose song is that for, song no is that for? it is not being fantasies any, i am not not surprised that it was not at your wedding and okay i am not fuck, not no fuck that <laughs> no Bury that term this uh, and, whole movie is problematic but i it's a picture of the climate of the yes, time i think yeah agreed I'm I glad do think we, that it's dated and we've uh, yes. moved on. <laughs> I'm glad that we, I would like to see an update. I would like to revisit what does Jungle yeah. Fever look today in terms of like, what is the conversation that interracial couples are, are, are being faced with? Because it happens. Mm. I've yeah. definitely been like, I was so uncomfortable holding hands with my boyfriend in Portland and it wasn't because we were gay. It was because I was black. Like mm. I, what those conversations are. I think those conversations are still being had by people. Totally. And, I, and so I would I like mean, to, I, you know, I know. I'm well, in you an live the life. marriage. Yeah, I live it all the time. And of course, there's like, it's more nuanced, you know? Sure. And also, I'm For, lucky depending because we're on in your, the Bay Area. Yes, that was my next point. Depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. And but even in the Bay Area. Oh, your... uh, okay. Because Andrew and, I mean, there have been times where we were walking in our neighborhood holding hands and things got a little tense. Someone came up behind you snapping jungle fever. <laughs> I wish. That would be, that's an ear. I wouldn't mind that tense because then I'd be like, you're just a little too enthusiastic. But like, but also like jungle fever in itself is an insult, you know? Right. Which I think, yeah, which I think that's why he was purposely titling that movie. Yeah. But then the pop song just really throws it off. You know what? Can we talk about something? Yeah. Since it's our title, and I think this is a good tie-in for both of them, both Mm -hmm. movies, Mm -hmm. since I feel like we're kind of nearing the end a little bit. We are. Um, Jungle. How do you feel about that term? Like, I feel like for Africa and Wakanda, like, yeah, you know, Black Panther lives in the jungle. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of jungles in Africa, but there's also a lot of deserts and you know beach towns and everything um and metropolis cities and meto- yeah oh yeah i'm just thinking of topography um oh sure, but sure, sure. when did the term jungle kind of become like an insult mm-hmm. and when it shouldn't i mean a jungle is a rich beautiful area filled with life but at yeah. the same time i i can't help but feel personally if somebody were to be like jungle to me i would be like ooh, you know what i mean like do you get person? that little... no they are you not get your it. friends like why is jungle out of fever a, in, and they jumping out of insult. a bush and being like jungle no, <laughs> you get it. yeah no you i get, get what you're it, saying right? I, you know yeah like it was i mean i definitely but i remember when jungle fever came out and i remember running on the playground and we'd be like ooh, she's got jungle fever it was like mm-hmm. and it was it was i think even still that in the 90s used as like a term like people would use it Seriously, if like their you know black friend was dating someone who was white, they'd be like, "Oh, he got that jungle fever, or she got that jungle fever." But it isn't. But it, it wasn't said in a positive light. You it's, know, it's done as like it's done as a joke. Like, oh, you know, and yeah, but I, but. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Not necessarily the term jungle fever, but then why did, when did jungle become an insult? Like, why do we treat it as such? Agreed. And I think it's also interesting that black people also use that term. That we also bought into it. Again, like how different the times are where you can have a movie like Wakanda and you can Mm -hmm. have the conversations. That's why I think it's so important. I think it's so interesting to go back and look at a movie like uh, jungle fever and going back and especially like I think I'm so excited that we did this episode because I think it's yes. so interesting even though one is an action Marvel film it's so Superhero. interesting the bridges between them also sidebar right? I didn't even yeah. mention this 
who, who, they have the same costume designer. Ruthie Carter did the costume designs for both of those. What? Really? That's what I'm saying. Like the comp, the, the connections between I these didn't movies. Know that. And wow. random little, and this is like a long, like seven degrees to Spike Lee. But yeah. Halle Berry, who plays Storm, yes. uh, and in the comic Marvel. books, T'Challa marries Storm. And oh. and then Wesley yeah, Snipes that's... almost played T'Challa and you know, right, yeah. So it's, it's so interesting. Wow, look at the connections. So many connections. Is, you know. I love that. Oh, Charlie Murphy was also in this film, which was interesting. Um, who is Eddie Murphy's brother who passed away recently? Not Eddie Murphy. Oh. Charlie Murphy did. And, I thought there um, was a man that looked like Eddie Murphy in this movie. Yeah, oh. and um, we who we did um, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, which that's had right. Angela Bassett. Who is in Black Panther? Yeah, the you know what the just the black cinema the cinema scape is just a beautiful place. It's connected. A small, it's a small <laughs> small world. Also, sidebar: Did you, yeah. the woman who plays Spike Lee's uh, wife in the movie? At first, I thought that was Halle Berry. Oh, yeah, she's like, an oh, actress. She looks or, so no, different. A model. A model. Okay. Veronica Webb. I, yeah. At first, I was like, oh, that's Halle Berry. She looks so different back. I know. Like, people don't look the same. Like sometimes, like people look really, yeah, really I know, different. I know. And I, I was like, and then Halle Berry came as a crackhead. I was like, oh no, like, that's oh, Halle Berry. Oh no, that's okay. Halle Berry. Yeah. Okay. No, Veronica Webb is a model and very obviously one because her acting was. I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Halle Berry's acting has come a long way. But it wasn't no, her. No, Veronica was Webb, it? terrible actor. Terrible, terrible, terrible. She's now a writer though. She does beauty writing. She blogs for um some blog. I forget what it is, and she's good at it. She's really good, good for at her. I'm so she's love it when someone finds their niche. <laughs> Yeah, or just you know, an adjacent because she was it. a she was a very successful model. Good she for was a her. supermodel. Good for, you know, got to try it all. You know. Try and the nineties, okay, so, they were quick to book a model for a they movie. Were. They I were mean, like, come on. She it was the time of the supermodel. They were like, let's give them a chance. And then we were like, let's stop this. Let's stop it. This is not going anywhere. Unless they're playing a model, Tyra Banks and I, life size. I really wanted to circle back though. Yes, yes. Because you mentioned the same costume director for Black Panther and also for um, Jungle Fever. <laughs> it's funny to put that in what? a sentence together. But I know. I. <laughs> so what I did notice that I liked, and I have to give props because she was talented even back in the 90s, she did a lot of color themes which mm-hmm. I thought was really fascinating. Like when mm-hmm. certain couple, like certain pairs met, like when Angie first met Flipper, they were both wearing maroon mm. and the, certain characters were wearing different colors and it created a nice kind of blocking. Yeah. So she was still doing her damn thing back then. Like yeah. she did um, now, like for Black Panther, because if you watch, there's a beautiful um, little segment on the YouTubes. I think it's for Vanity Fair where Ryan Coogler breaks down a scene. He breaks down of the fight scene in South Korea in the casino. Yeah. And he points out the different color specific colors that people are wearing like nakia wears green because she's part of the river tribe right but the whole they even did it they blocked it out where um she's wearing green black parent there's wearing black and then um okoye is wearing red Mm -hmm. and they did and the way that they positioned it was very much like the africa colors and yeah and there's like people that are wearing blue that's Ugh. like supposed to significance the colonizer like it's yeah. good that you is gotta watch it so fucking brilliant again just going back to Black Panther
throw that. I hope that Ruthie Carr, I mean, it's early to talk about Oscars, but like, da- God damn it, she deserves an Oscar nomination. She did a beautiful the, job. The work and effort that goes into that, it goes into that movie. Um, you know, Ava tried job. to, Ava tried to get, because Ruthie Carter did Selma and Ava tried to oh, get wow. her, but she was already booked. So. Oh shit. Damn. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, ooh, I love it. I'm what, so glad. What and again, it was lightning in a bottle. Like everything that happened yes. with Black Panther was just such a, a, a brilliant thing. And I love that that's where we are now. But you know what's so interesting, Anake? I wonder yes. if 20 years we'll look back at Black Panther and be like, oh, side eye, side eye, side eye. Because Maybe. Just, and then we'll just start crying uncontrollably when we watch Jungle Fever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, yeah, that's at that point. We'll just go like, oh, what is like that? Yeah, it is a time capsule. It is a time capsule. <laughs> well this has been fun this has been fun i hope you all have enjoyed this episode we really appreciate your your wonderful uh contributions we can't do what we do without you you. and continue to support uh black artists and poc artists us us But we really thank you so much for your donations. Thank you for yes. supporting Maximum Fun. Thank you for listening. Please continue to listen to our shows. We release every Friday. We every got Friday. new episodes for you. We'll we coming out fresh huh. and hot and beautiful and black. Always coming at ya like Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Well, thanks for listening to Minority Corner's bonus episode. Tweet, tweet us at Minority Corner. Corner spelled with a K. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we're also in the Facebooks as well. You know where to find us. Uh, but thanks for listening to Minority Corner. All right. But, well, because together, we're the, we're ma- the minority. Majority. There majority. it is. Take three. <laughs> <laughs>